1: Everyone, and welcome to another episode of Masters of Self University podcast. I'm your host, Ellie Lee.
2: And I'm your host, Donnie Moly.
1: And today we're joined by spiritual leader and CEO of Masters of Self University, Rachel Fiore. Hello, welcome everybody. Rachel. Hi. Uh, so today, Danny and I are going to share um, experiences that we both had with being uh, with getting a spiritual healing from you uh, in person, which was an honor. Uh You know, it's funny when I walked into your home because we were all hanging out and we were doing things. um, You looked at me and said, oh, I can feel how blocked you are in terms of my stomach. And I had voiced to you early on that I have really bad digestive issues. I've had it since I was a child. And when I say that, I mean, it's not even constipation. It's I can't go to the bathroom ever. Like when I was in eighth grade, I had a fecal impaction for 14 days because I did not go and my body just doesn't release anything. And I don't even have an urge. And it is the bane of my existence. It, it puts a layer of misery in my life because I'm never releasing anything. And even when I do release, it's nothing compared to what I've been holding in and what's even right now, I can feel how um, impacted I am. And so you looked at me and you said, we should do some work on it. And I was very grateful for it. And as soon as uh, we went into, just to see you work is such, such a gift and such an experience. And as soon as you started tapping in, uh, you were talking about this feeling of how the cells in my digestive system were gone, like the souls that live in those cells were gone. And mm-hmm. what you kept feeling was, I have no purpose. I have no purpose. And as soon as you started saying that, what came to me is I, m- my mother's always said that to me you know, she feels like she has no purpose. She feels like there's no reason for her being here and you know, her life is kind of useless. And so I grew up hearing that and because we were so attached, because we were so enmeshed, because we were so entangled, hands down, I know that I absorbed all of that. And so, um, and but please correct me as I'm speaking about this experience. And I think that's what, because I was so attached and because I'm so sensitive and because I'm all, I've, I think I've absorbed every single program of hers. Um, in my whole life and especially as a child and starting from the womb, um, I also run those programs of complete dread and hopelessness and having no purpose. And, and those programs are very strong in me. It's something that I've been dealing with every morning since I've gone off my antidepressants, I wake up in complete fear and complete panic. And all I feel is I want to die and there's no reason for me to live. And I'm understanding more and more to really, um, energetically detach and see it from where, what they are. And that they came from a person that was running that very severely. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's really, it's been very traumatic to hear the person that is supposed to be your guide and teacher tell you constantly that there's no reason for her to be living. And so I you
2: mean, your, your are yeah,
1: yeah, my mother. And, uh, so, I could feel that too, like inside my stomach of like, yeah, my body doesn't know what to do. Like, it completely feels like when food gets in there, the only thing it knows what to do is, well, we'll just store it in here. It never feels like anything's moving. It never feels like things are shaking around or anything. It just feels like everything's just stuck. And it's like, it's like a Ferris wheel that like has been broken for a very long time. And so when you started going deeper into that and you beautifully called souls that want to be working and have a job to come in. And since then I've been feeling a lot of movement in my um, stomach for sure. But another thing, what you were picking up is this resentment that I feel this hatred that I feel towards my mother. You know, yeah. I think because we were so entangled because we were so enmeshed, I, I, thought that I loved her all this time by being her listening ear or being the person that's like always there to like hear her out. But in so many ways over time, it's created this deep resentment towards her. And as I started this work with you, um, there's so much anger, but this anger, mm-hmm. anger start, it stems from hatred. Yeah. And like, I don't want to feel that hatred a lot because like, who am I, if I hate my mother and all these things, but I can't seem to let that go. And that's mm-hmm. when you brought in the way of surrender. And I realized like, all I am is resistance. All I feel is resistance to feel the resentment and alchemize it with love. I stay Mm -hmm. in, I hate you. I hate you. I resent you. Why did you do this to me? Why did you put me through hell? Why did I have to suffer so much in the hands of, you know, your presence constantly? And the moment you brought in the way of surrender and you had me repeat it. And I just want to Mm -hmm. read a little bit about people who don't understand what the way of surrender is the way of surrender from the book, Mason's way, the way of surrender is the ability to see what is and accept what is, because what is, is to deny what is, is mental insanity. And this is how people's minds function. And when I started to really understand why you're bringing the way of surrender in, it was this moment where I was like, Oh, I keep fighting. Yes. I will not allow myself to just be in acceptance of what is And when you said the words to me, um, everything is divinely perfect. This whole journey that I've been on, right, has been divinely perfect to get me to exactly where I needed to be, which is right now in this moment to do this work, to do truly what my soul is here to do. And my journey was meant to be hard. My soul chose it for for the reasons of where I'm headed and what I'm here to do to help humanity. But the only way that I can do that is by going through me first. And when when you were doing this activation and you had me repeat the way of surrender three times, I mean, the energy that that came, the energy that I could feel was insane. I could feel it in every part of my body. And as I was saying, it was getting stronger and stronger. And then I felt the back of my head just exploding with fire. And in that moment, I could feel everything just, it, it was almost like this bowing motion of like, put down all of these swords, put down all of these shields, Ellie, and be in the way of surrender. And in the way of surrender, you will understand that the way you will move flow physically and emotionally is stop being resistant to what is. And that shifted so much for me. And I realized it gave me the permission to finally just love the resentment to truly understand what that means to love the hate. Because that is what's keeping me physically stuck, but also emotionally, mentally stuck. And it keeps me and my mom trapped and locked in, in this entanglement, in this attachment. And so I I keep working with the way of surrender. And I told you, I created my first physical boundary with my mother. And I just told her, I just need space. I need space to process all of these, because what I've been holding on to is all of this anger and this resentment and this hatred. And she lovingly said, Of course, take as long as you need to. We'll always respect what, what you're asking for. And then that moment. Beautiful. I crying, yeah. And I said, and I knew I know in, in the being, in the truth of who she really is, is this beautiful, strong, divine, divine, powerful. Yes. And I know that her wounds and all of her programs and her unhealed stuff has kept her from accessing that. But in that moment, I could feel what she's feeling, even though she's not aware of it. She could Mm -hmm. feel that in the power of that text, it wasn't coming from an energy of F you and like, I need this. It was coming from a place of I'm taking divine responsibility over myself. Mm -hmm. And I want to show up later in this relationship in a place of just full power where I can just let everything be what it is without hating you without feeling so much resentment towards you. And in her response, I could feel that she could feel that which allowed her to come from this place of, of course, do what you need to do. We're always here. And it was, Beautiful. It, was yeah, it was just really, really powerful. So thank you, you know, for that guidance, but just showing the power of the ways of oneness.
0: Thank you for sharing all that. Yeah. That's so the universal ways of oneness, I'm just going to mention real quick for those who might not be familiar with it. The 20 universal ways of oneness. This is what makes up for us humans while we're here, oneness consciousness. And there are oneness consciousness is broken up into 20 different ways of oneness in order for us to achieve, become, heal with, and become beings, enlightened beings of oneness consciousness. And so during healings, during spiritual healings. And of course, part of the spiritual healing is, you know, psychic reading, I'm reading all of the energies and, and the whys and the hows, these things got created and what the problem is, um, physically with somebody's body, sometimes, sometimes just emotionally, mentally, what's going on in energetic fields of somebody and what then manifests into all these problems, what needs to be healed. And teaching that person, offering them the divine education of what I'm seeing. So I share that. And then it's, okay, now how can this heal? And sometimes it's the healing is, well, we use one or more of the universal ways of oneness. So that is the way that I heal when I quote unquote heal. Um, But those are the divine frequencies that, that are utilized to shift things in a person. It also is what a person is meant to become. So sometimes there's a certain degree of healing that happens that's instantaneous. Sometimes it happens over the next few weeks um, when I do ways of oneness healings on people, spiritual healings on people. And then other times, sometimes the aspects of healing are, okay, so it is your responsibility to heal some of these things within yourself. Now you know how, or now you know what, or now you know what is stuck. And you have a choice to make that you can learn how to be in your power and love and alchemize all the resentment, for example, all the things that are impacted, you know, there's an energetic impactment here. And if I um, continue to impact and hold on to and the hate and the anger and the resentment, then physically I will remain impacted. And that's this case with this example with you, Ellie, and and I'm explaining that for our listeners to understand that energetically, that's often what happens. And in this case, it's okay. Part of the healing here is to use the way of surrender. This is a third universal way of oneness. To be in surrender means to be in zero resistance to what is. Zero resistance. So if you have um, you know, a childhood that wasn't the best or a parent that wasn't, you know, the best parent in the world, the the mistakes that they made. You know, if you had those experiences, but you resent it, you wish it were different. I wish I had a different childhood. That's how you know there's unhealed stuff. You are in non surrender, you are in resistance to what is. When you are in the enlightened definition of surrender, the way of surrender, that universal way of oneness, that means you are in complete flow. You are in flow with the universe. You are in flow with what can come to you and you can receive in your life experience. You are in flow with abundance of possibilities. You are in flow and flow and flow. And yes, you are in flow to where you actually may be able to poop again. It's like every definition of flow is here when we are in the way of surrender, because what is blocking or impacting you know, us physically is first of all happening on an energetic level, spiritually, mentally, emotionally first. This is an example of that. And so um, now that we understand that a little bit, it's, it's moving forward with our discussion. We can understand better of what we're talking about, how energetically when we have unhealed stuff, it will always at some point affect us physically. Physically is the last place something shows up. So um, one more thing I want to mention about that, There's physical healing that um, had to happen inside of Ellie, inside of her intestines. That physical healing is something I can take care of as a healer. And then activating, using the way of oneness, using the way of surrender, activating that, integrating that throughout Ellie is an energetic part of the energetic healing in order for flow to happen. And then Ellie can now use that way of oneness, the way of surrender, To help heal and alchemize her like hatred, anger, resentment in order for those, those are the energetic impactions that are blocking her physically, right? They're also blocking her in other ways, but energetically it blocks us. But that just describes the part of the healing that I'm responsible for. And in this particular case, she is then responsible for using the way of surrender to become the way of surrender in her life so that the resentment and anger and hatred alchemizes with the love that she is literally with the vibrational frequency of the way of surrender itself so that's kind of how these healings work like this is a real life example to explain how it works
2: everybody wants the quick fix and what you offer is i can provide you with the healing but you still have to Follow that up with the work.
0: Yep. Follow um, up with the work.
2: You know, it's all about the work. Everyone just wants to wave the magic wand, to take the easy pill
1: mm-hmm.
2: and yep. have everything miraculously healed. But the truth of the matter is, is if you want to change, you gotta put in the work to change.
0: Yeah. Um, and it that you're denying your own divinity when we do that. Mm-hmm. You're denying your power when we do that. Like, here, just fix it for me. And I've, as a quote unquote, I don't like to call myself a healer, but it's just, I know everybody understands that. So I'll just say that for now. Um, I've done healings in the past where people could suddenly walk again. I've done those healings. And I've also seen where people were so, their mental and emotional programs were so um, dark and negative and dysfunctional and in powerlessness that they couldn't believe the healing took place, even though they were suddenly walking again. And it's like, they then recreated within a week, the inability to walk again. Whoa.
1: Yeah. And
0: I've seen it and I could give it so many examples of this where um, I had to realize what my path is. Uh, is to empower people and connect them to their own divinity and really guide them to realize you are a divine being. And that's not something that goes in the mind. That's not a mental program. That's not some piece of knowledge. It's integrated and become the divine being and live your life as the powerful divine being that you actually are, because that is what you actually are, you humans out there, all of you. That is the truth of what and who you are but we don't live that way because we live in a world where unfortunately we've been brainwashed to believe everything but that, that you are powerless. You are weak. Something outside of you is powerful, but you're not. So part of me being the spiritual leader that I am, and even the quote unquote healer is to guide people back to their own power and divinity. Right. And then together You know, that is where, you know, for certain healings, things happen like this. And for other ones, it's like, no, 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 no. Because you need to become, you know, A, B, or C. Like you have to do the work to become A, B, or C. And if you do, all of it's healed, but you need to do that work yourself. Why do you need to do work yourself? Because that means you're embracing your own power, your own abilities, your own divinity. And as soon as people start doing that in a session with me, then more healing happens and more healing happens and more healing happens. So like your divine beings start acting like it.
2: When I was um, in the certification program with you, you offered me the way of surrender. And it just so happened that that weekend I was in a, standing up in a wedding and I look back now and I 100% know that I diluted all of the healing through the, the poor diet and the drinking and the partying from the wedding for the Thursday, Friday, the three days after Thursday, Friday, yeah. Saturday. And it was one of those things that I felt afterwards. I Intuitively, I knew, you know, you always say three days are really important, the next three weeks as well. And I know I was like, yep, yeah, I um, I didn't do the work during that time to integrate that way of surrender.
1: Yeah,
2: And uh, it's not, I wrote down as you were talking the word empowered, and then you started talking about it. And what you offer is you offer these amazing healings. But then we still, as the divine being, have to make the empowered choice to fully integrate what that means. And that's what allows the m- miracles and the yes. transformations that can come of this work. Yes. Um, how have you been getting on with the integration since the healing? <laughs>
1: Whew. Um, it's been a, a journey of seeing how much I was blaming her mm. and seeing, so what would happen would be all the things would come up, right? Because for me, like, yes, I run a lot of mental programs, but it's the emotional programs that are really the killer for me. Mm -hmm. And so when I'm in feeling the depths of the fear and the anxiety and the worry and the panic and the dread and the hopelessness, I, it is hard for me not to go into straight blame. It is hard for Mm -hmm. me not to go into straight resentment because I feel like she did this to me, right? She did this to me. And this, after uh, that evening with you, every time that would come up when the fear would be so intense, when, when I had this moment where I was like, you have a choice right now, you can go into la la land and blame her and keep perpetuating this cycle that has been keeping you very sick and stuck for a long time, or you can choose to be the way of surrender and really just open your heart Ellie and be with this resentment. Right. And it's not like, love her, love it. It's like, no, be with it. And Mm -hmm. organically what happens is the love arises when I'm not forcing. Yes. And that's been the shift for me of like, this is how you, you get out of this cycle. Ellie is truly and and understanding and really realizing too, how the program of powerlessness is
0: huge. Yes.
1: Huge. And I grew up very religious. My mother is a, a daughter of a pastor. And so I was at church Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So the powerlessness programs constantly have been like, well, uh, Jesus saves you, uh, read the Bible, don't do anything that's going to make you go to hell. And but what I saw and witnessed my whole life was just the blaming of other people. And then what I was also taught by my mother was like, well, you were given this by God. So just deal with it instead of learn how to find your power. Yes. So that's been so ingrained in me as well. So now that I'm understanding how to really do this work and really shift, it's, it's I'm relearning everything from, yep. from the heart because of how much brainwashing that's been done to mm. me. Yep. And I feel like a lot of people out there, this is what we have suffered from is the brainwashing of religion. Yep. It's just fear. It's constantly looking outside of you, never taking responsibility over yourself. You know, well, they're showing up like that. It's their problem. It's this. It's this and that. It's like, no, 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 no. What is this bringing up with it within you? And how do you activate the power within so you can bring love to all of this? And so, this past week has been, I, I, I feel now so much love in my for my digestive system. Before, I used to hate it. Yeah, I would go, I hate you. Why is my body like this? You don't ever work. Like, why did it have to be stuck with you? Into Thank you, because of all of this, it's brought me to here, where I can find so much love for you. I honor you. I talk to the little souls in my in my stomach every day, and I'm like, thank you, I love you. Thank you for coming on this journey oh, with me.
0: And beautiful.
1: And then also just having so much compassion and love for my experience. Like it, it was never meant to be easy, Ellie. It's something that constantly comes through. is never meant to be easy.
0: So and, honor. And for that, I want to mention. It wasn't meant to be easy because you are here to dissolve and alchemize programs of powerlessness. Yeah. And for powerless people, nothing is easy. First of all, think about that. Think about what powerlessness means. I can't. Oh no, I'm too weak. I'm not capable. I can't do that. Oh no, I can't do it by myself. Oh, I need someone else. I need someone else. So I'm, when we have programs like that running, the, the healing and the homework for the healing and the integration process is a of the time unique to that person. And I love that you're sharing this with our listeners because I want to point out again that for you specifically, it is about you becoming powerful and then how the the energies and the frequencies work, how the way of surrender, any way of oneness works. As long as you're doing your part and you're becoming who you're meant to become, in this case, it is your job to put forth the effort to become powerful. Mm -hmm. And as you do that and you do your part as a co-creation, then the way of surrender actually works more powerfully inside of you. Mm -hmm. And then it works more powerfully. And then it works more powerfully. If we sit passively and just say, Oh, I hope this works. People don't realize how elevated the ways of oneness are. The wisdom, the consciousness that is infused in each way of oneness is all you're going to sit there as a little child, not doing your work, not doing anything. And you want to passively just receive like you're a weak, incapable child. Guess what that way of oneness then does? It meets you where you are. So it does nothing too.
2: Yeah, it meets you where you are. It meets you where you are. I wrote down, we always get what we need. Like there's something that we get what we, we we there's what we want. Yep. And people talk about this with I believe ayahuasca as well. We get what we we have this idea of oh I want this instantaneous quick fix, but what we actually need in that moment might be something completely different. Like yes. when I was receiving that healing from you on the way of surrender, I was wanting you to take all of my resistance away <laughs> right yep and if you did that i wouldn't learn no. how to dissolve the resistance and i would be less powerful yep so um this is where it's, we don't get what we want we get what we need from these ways of oneness from this, these healings that you offer and that might be in that moment to completely transform everything yep and you know, immediately make you go to the bathroom, or it might be to offer you just enough surrender so that then you can go and learn to integrate that on your own. Yeah. And uh, how long after was it that you set the boundary?
1: It was, um, so we, it was happening on a Saturday. I set the boundary on a Monday. It was oh. during, the, I couldn't stop. It kept coming up for me. It kept coming up for me because I was at this place now where I was I truly understood what was going on. Yeah. And then that, and and I kept hearing my soul, like being like, it's time, it's time, it's time. And then, so right before I did it, I dropped in and I just connected and I said, you are powerful enough to do this and come from love when you do it.
0: Because yeah. before
1: I wasn't ready, cause it was coming from hate.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. And, you know, even this week, there was, uh, I feel like I'm really going through it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This has been the, the, because now I understand too, since the antidepressants put a coating over a lot of my, it was just like, everything was just like, be continued later for 20 years. Right. And now it's like, everything's just rising up and coming to the surface. So I was sitting with this dread and sitting with this fear and Mm -hmm. I could still feel that I wasn't resistant when I'm to drop in, it was like, it, it was like this pushback. I was like fighting with what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And then when you, you walked in and you're like, this is your moment of the way of surrender, bring it in. And I went back in and I said it three times and the difference when I just allowed myself to, to be with what is, which was not fighting, which was it changed. And I came out of that healing of like, like, the remembrance of what I can do when I am in flow, when I stop fighting, when I'm just with what is. And that's what allowed me to open my heart because the one before that, I was closed because yeah. I was fighting. I was yeah. in resistance. Yeah. And then the moment surrender came in, it was like open and then I opened and then it shifted.
0: Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite and a journey. And you feel the power, like we are choosing yeah. at any given moment we are either choosing to be powerless or to be in our shadow self or to be in our programs, or we can just choose the ways of oneness. In this case, the way of surrender. And when that activation, that healing is done, you then have the ability, anybody who receives that has the ability at any moment to then call on that way that has been gifted to them. And they can use that way themselves to further enhance healing and elevation within themselves. That's one of the things that I love the most about the universal ways of oneness and healing with them is part of the part of the spiritual healing is an inter- energetic integration process where that way of oneness gets integrated into you. And I always give homework. I give homework for people. And as long as they do their homework and they follow through afterwards, um, it integrates more powerfully and they, I teach them how to use that way when they need it or how often they're meant to do it. Cause it's always unique to that person. But you do that. You feel the power of it. Like suddenly I just am the way because it's been integrated. That's part of the healing. And now that I am the way of surrender, everything just energetically shifts and changes inside of you. And it's like, Oh, I am actually this. I'm not any of this other shit that was, couple minutes ago I was attached to. You.
2: Uh throughout my whole course of learning this work up till now, surrender and powerlessness has been a large part. I still remember one of the first things you gave to me um, was I've got to work on powerlessness. And every yeah. time I would come to you, it would be surrender like work on surrender. And I've done a lot of work in finding that energy and, um, you know, working with the ways of oneness and, and activating it and experiencing that. And then when we were sat there, and uh, I was sat right next to Ellie while she was getting this um, healing. And I, the cool thing is, I sat there and I could feel that way. And yeah. it was very familiar to me. It was, felt just like completely open. My hands were like this on my lap. Um, and it was just complete openness to receive. And I was just feeling this beautiful flow. Yeah. And the, the cool thing was in that moment was it was familiar. It wasn't um, it, this last weekend. It wasn't, oh, this is a new energy. It was like, no, this feeling of surrender, I'm understanding. Like this is familiar to me because I've been integrating it because yeah. of the homework that you give us. Is to go away and experience what it is within ourselves. And this is where, you know, it's I already mentioned the word ayahuasca, it's not like that. This is not outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. This is learning the energetics from the inside. It's going on that journey to truly understand what does it mean to go within and what does it mean to feel this and be in your own divinity and the way of surrender is one of those 20 ways of being in oneness um i would love to shift into those little souls that you spoke about um and i would love rachel for you to say like what it is that you saw um inside ellie's gut and um yeah how that translates into her healing.
0: Sure. So let's see if I can remember it all. Cause usually after healing, I don't, I don't remember (laughs) everything, but I do remember some of this part. Um, so what I saw, um, in her intestines, I saw that parts of her intestines are sort of like just non-functioning. Like they're not functioning. It's almost like they're, they're dead without literally being dead, but like dead is a, a way that I can describe it. So, um, when I saw this, parts were just not functioning and they were like darker than the other parts. It was, um, you know, think about this. Think about planet Earth for a second. It's a planet. Look at all of the souls that are here in human form, in animal form, in tree form, in butterfly form. Like think about all of the souls that are manifested into a being inside of this planet Earth. We function inside of planet Earth. And what do we do if we are toxic, if we are wasteful, if we do horrible things? We are destroying Mother Earth, right? If we are um, selfless and loving and living in oneness and we take care of Mother Earth— She's a thriving, beautiful, healthy planet, okay? So if you think of it like that, it won't be so hard to now think of aspects of your physical body that make up you, the smaller aspects of your physical body, the cells, the organs, different bodily systems inside of you. Your physical body is like the big planet, the big mother earth and everything inside of it all has souls that are doing their thing and living their lives inside of you, okay? So your organs, you know, different parts of your body parts inside of you actually have souls. And so what I saw were that in aspects of the intestine, there were parts that were quote-unquote dead or just they they just weren't quite living. And the, And what that means is their souls left because of the programs of, I have no purpose. I have no purpose. I have no purpose. Guess what? Every soul on this planet has a damn purpose. Every single soul has a purpose. If you are a dog, if you are a caterpillar, if you are a dolphin, it doesn't matter if you are human, you have a purpose. If you are a heart inside of a human, it that has a soul and that has a purpose. That being inside of you, that organ inside of you has a consciousness. It has a purpose. Okay. And that purpose is to keep you alive by beating your heart and, you know, circulating your blood and whatever the purpose is, it has a purpose. And in the intestines, I remember seeing, oh, my gosh, there's a couple sections of your intestine where the soul's left because they had that energetic program that I have no purpose. I'm powerless. There's nothing for me to do here. Well, guess what? If your soul has nothing to do on this planet, you leave your physical form. That's when you die. So soul's left aspects of her left there are spiritual aspects that are gone and that's why the entire intestines functioning in a healthy powerful way in as one unit in oneness hello isn't working that way because there were certain the programs of i have no purpose what's the point the souls left and so part of the healing was calling upon new souls to come in and take the place like there is a part of this intestine this physical being that needs you to be alive and functioning in a beautiful purpose to make these intestines work and that's part of the healing that i did was integrate new souls and then give them the purpose of starting to for lack of a better way to say it bring parts of that intestine back to life literally in oneness with the rest of the healthy intestines and so that is a That is a process, a physical process that will happen slowly over time in order for it to not cause pain or discomfort or anything negative. It has to be sort of a slow integration and a slow coming back to life and these little souls finding out what their purpose is to be, you know, intestinal cells. And uh, that's how we function because we're all spiritual beings in oneness with each other living in oneness, even though we don't know what that means yet but our physical bodies are no different than that. And now that those souls are there, they're starting to activate and join in oneness with the rest of the intestines as a full organ. And then from there, if Ellie keeps doing her work and healing all the energetic programs of impaction, her intestines should just start flowing and working again.
1: It's
2: been wild watching her over the last week shift into a more loving state with her body. Mm-hmm. um Because being her partner, obviously, I uh, you know I, we talk and I you know ask how you're doing and just her suppressed pain. She wouldn't even talk about it. I could yeah. but I could tell that you know there's a lot going on about this distress of not being able to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And then since that healing, you were sending. You know, I was like, Have you been sending light to those? To your to those? And she's like, Yeah, yeah, I've been. Been giving them all the love and and that's what it is and that's integrating. Judging mm-hmm. by the amount of times that you go into the bathroom, I think it's working.
1: Yeah, I haven't gone to the bathroom. Oh, yay! <laughs>
2: <laughs> took this one medicine and milk yeah, of magnesia, and kept on saying, that. "Wow, that was really powerful." I was like, "You took that three days ago." I don't. I think this is a little bit more than <laughs> <bit of> <laughs> the milk
1: right now. Yeah, yeah. I can feel the rumblings. Oh yeah. And I, you know, I know that this is gonna, this is gonna be a journey, right? Because there's so much to heal. (laughs) But I'm just really grateful because I know that going to the bathroom is so vital. Like when I talk to people and they're going to the bathroom every day, I can feel a joy in them that I don't have. Yeah. Because I'm I feel just so physically like heavy and it's just, it's, it's the worst feeling. I would not want this on my worst enemy, but it, it is tough. And then to know that where I'm headed is emotional freedom. <laughs> and in, in, in the emotional freedom is going to allow me to go to the bathroom. Is just, I feel just really just excited for this new principle so, to actually live.
0: That's magnificent. Yeah. So you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to the bathroom, starting to go to, the, bath go to the bathroom.
1: Or... Every time I bring light to myself, I'm like, thank you so much. Oh thank you. I love you. Thank you. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. So thank you, Rachel. You're welcome. Uh, Rachel, I'd love if you could talk a little bit about um the what comes with each way of oneness, because I think I can feel I could feel the way of surrender now. And it's this soft but powerful presence. It's almost like the most beautiful whisper. You know, it's not like in your face, but it's this like. I could just feel this, the resonance of it. So could you yeah. talk a little bit about that? Because I know you talk about also that it has like textures to each way as well.
0: Sure. So um, every universal way of oneness has its own vibrational frequency that when they all work together, they are working in the full consciousness of oneness consciousness. That's the highest level of enlightenment that we can be, that we can become and function in while we're alive in this human experience. And so every single way of oneness has its own uh, characteristics, its own energetic properties. Um, They have their own sensation and feeling and texture and dynamic. Um, Each one has like its own consciousness that makes up a greater whole oneness consciousness. And, in the, the class, so I teach a class at Masters of Self University, Introduction to the Universal Ways of Oneness, because to learn about this, this is an such an elevated teaching that, you know, we went through a lot of decades where how we quote unquote learned about things were just to read about them, just to listen to the podcast, to read more books, to check out here, like to watch the documentary. And what we were not embracing so much was what divine learning actually is. And what divine learning, how critical education really is, educate, educating ourselves at a divine level means that we integrate our knowledge so that we become what we are learning. That's the way of wisdom of course, the way of wisdom. It's one of the ways of oneness. So every way of oneness has its own, you know, properties and textures and feeling and energies and frequencies. But um, what I teach and what people learn over time is it is not enough to just say, read Mason's way, the 20 universal ways of oneness. It's not enough to just read the book. It's teaching you how to become the very ways yourselves as a human being who lives as the universal ways of oneness. Um, So learning about each way of oneness is, it is a process and it's something that you become kind of devoted to because it's not like you're just learning letters to an alphabet. You're learning how to write literature. You know, it's like, that's what you're learning how to do. So how do you start? You start with learning the alphabet and then you start with learning words and then you start with reading and writing in simple ways until you can write you know 800 page text of you know this beautiful literature or whatever like that's what the ways of oneness are so um no one can really understand them and learn about them or become them from just one aspect of learning it's like fully immersing yourself into the ways and becoming the ways you become really powerful healers in your own life when you actually become the ways of oneness
2: the analogy that always comes to mind is you can read a book on how to ride a bike or you can learn how to ride a bike. Yeah. So we can read we can and this is where I was stuck for so many years because I was reading about all these spiritual things.
1: Mm-hmm. So
2: reading all of the books, doing all of the courses, learning, learning, learning just from the mind, but yeah. it doesn't mean anything until you get on the bike and you start pedaling and you've got your yeah. dad or your mom there or your friend yeah holding on to the handlebars teaching you balance yes teaching you how to do the pedals and then at yep. one day they let go and you get to ride and that skill is now part of you mm. and you don't forget that it doesn't matter how long it's been you come back after a couple of years of not riding a bike and you still remember and perfect it, analogy it doesn't matter like how much we read although it is a good important step yeah. it's not to discredit reading at all I'd still love to read but it's the work we do after the reading it's the integration and that's what really sets the work that you teach apart from anything else that mm-hmm. i've ever learned
0: Yeah. And that's, and it's also why masters of self university is set up the way that it is where we teach live classes, live groups, you know, one-on-one coaching. Um, but the classes themselves, it's not about just, Oh, great. Do you have a digital course on the ways of oneness? No, no, absolutely not. Because it's not about just gaining some damn knowledge and filling up the mental programs in your heads and -hmm. thinking that you can actually heal your life and transform your life. It's, Step one, you know, in introduction to the ways of oneness, that class that is offered at MSU, um, of course, you're reading the book. You, You have to read and learn. That's a that's one piece of the puzzle. It's one place. It's the starting point. Right. But how do you work with the ways? How do you become the ways? How do you do an activation where the teacher in front of you can feel if you are activated or not? And then guide you to make sure you're activated. Like that is, that is the pricelessness of having a teacher in front of you and having this type of learning that is so critical, not just about like, I can listen to a podcast and I think I know everything, or I think I can heal by just look, tell me five takeaways. I'm so sick of that shit. When you hear it on podcasts all the time, get five takeaways for the audience. Five takeaways, join the fucking class and come energetically transform yourself. There's the number one takeaway from anything. You know, it's like you have to become in order to then receive what you want to receive in life. Like you actually have to transform. And why not do that when you have somebody in front of you that can guide you That's not it. I can energetically feel you're actually blocking your healing. Oh, you want to know why you've been stuck and trapped for so long? This is why, because these are the programs running and you have to become this. Here's how let me guide you and support you in becoming that. Mm. That is priceless to have that type of support and divine education. I wish to God I had had that. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I would have achieved, achieved everything I've achieved in this lifetime probably 15 years sooner than I achieved it. You know, mm. so it's we have to understand the value of becoming, the value of becoming and not just listening to and regurgitating. That that era is over. It's time for us to become.
2: But isn't it a lot easier to just stay in the comfort and safety of my mind?
0: <laughs> it's the isn't place. Then of I wouldn't suffering. have to feel any pain. Yeah. yeah 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 Yeah.
2: you know that all that accumulation of knowledge definitely in my life has been a program of resistance from actually putting in and doing the hard work and feeling the pain it's just another way of that powerlessness to creep out and just to stay trapped in this thing
0: exactly it's an avoidance of going into my ugly, my shadow self, my pain, my darkness, the stuff that I'm embarrassed or ashamed of. So all that knowledge, you hit the nail on the head. That's why people do it. I just, just give me what I need to know. Uh uh-uh. It's you, that's an avoidance program. You're avoiding your darkness. It's just avoidance.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. Um, I'd love for you to share your experience with Rachel yeah. and, and working with the way of loyalty today. Yeah,
2: yeah. so right after the, um, Ellie had hers, well, not right after, yeah. but after we'd broken it all down, I asked Rachel if she'd be willing to just, look what I've got going on in my body um, because I've been struggling quite a lot with my diet, and uh, with my physical body, um, but in terms of um, I work with, A particular health coach who scans my DNA and I've got a bunch of parasites that I'm detoxing from a big mold infestation and bacterial overgrowth and imbalances and I've been struggling a lot with food energy um, I can't couldn't really eat anything and I wanted to know kind of like what's going on inside so Rachel did her amazing work she tapped in And I'd love to hear what you saw. um, And then I'll I'll relate it if you can remember, and then I'll relate it to uh, my experience.
0: One of the things I remember is instantly being drawn to a little boy, six years old, and seeing where the imbalances started. And I saw energetically, the pendulum swinging, that you go to extremes in your energy, it's all the way over here, all the way over there. And I started to see how the energies worked in your body and where the programs and patterns energetically came from that constantly throw you out of balance, where you feel like you need to go to an extreme to feel like to pull yourself back into balance and your energies go to another extreme, like extreme health or extreme um, illness or emotional, like extreme depression, or then extreme, I want to go into bliss. It's like this polarized, you had a polarizing energy. So I saw... How old you were when that got created, and how that kept getting worse and worse and worse as you moved through the ages and stages of your life. And then what needed to be done to heal those energies and those energetic patterns. Because physically, it doesn't matter much what we do to our physical body if energetically what's creating that physical manifestation isn't healed. So you'll only, you either won't heal at all or you'll experience a temporary lapse of symptoms. But then they will come back either exactly the same way or in a different form, but they will always come back. So I just remember seeing, tapping into that and seeing the creation of it, what it was, why, and then what needed to happen in order to create balance and allow those polarizing energies to no longer be that, but to be in balance and grounded and integrated. Yeah.
2: And uh, let me tell you, in that moment, it was the biggest light bulb ever. And then following that, the like, still, I'm still having like nearly a week on now, like moments where I'm like, oh, that was that thing again. And it was this polarizing thing has been happening my entire life since you yeah. said, like since I was six. And what we unpacked was it was as my mom left, I had all this anger for her, but also under that, like. She was my enmeshed everything parent. So that was where I got all my love from. So it went from everything to nothing, everything to nothing. And then I was flipping between anger and love, anger and love. But I couldn't feel the anger. I I wasn't allowing myself to feel that because I couldn't be angry at the person that gave me love in life. That wouldn't make sense. Then I'm cutting off my only source of love. I'm never going to do that. Mm -hmm. So it's been a huge journey of finally getting to a place where I'm, it first happened in November where I allowed myself to finally get angry at my mom internally, not like having a conversation with her, but feeling the feelings of anger that I had suppressed from a, a child. And during this period in November, I felt my physical body shift. I could feel things actually were starting to get worse yep Um, and this is when I started to reach out for help and I the when you were guiding me through and we were unpacking it what I was seeing was that in November it was like this polarizing effect was finally the anger was being released and so now the boat that I was on of the ocean the storm came yeah, and I've been yeah. moving through this period of the storm, which is the, like this anger that is, needs to come out. And the only way for me to find that equilibrium, that balance is to move through that suppressed anger. Yeah. And the only way I could get there is by having enough power and love within myself to look at the one person and one thing when I was a child that I was getting my love from and be okay to not have that anymore, to right. let go of that guardrail. And only from getting to that place within myself was I able to do that energetically with my mom, which allowed me to feel the anger which was causing all of this. Yeah. And now I look back at my life and I go from one extreme to the other. I used to say, when I die, I want it to say on my gravestone, Danny Morley, no half measures. It was Mm -hmm. either I was all in or I was all out. And I loved that about me. I was like, this is how I like to live my life. And while it's great why I'm going all in and everything is fine and I (laughs) win the poker hand, Mm
0: -hmm.
2: there were times in my life where I go all in and I lose and I lose everything. Mm -hmm. And then it's those periods which last way longer than they need to and led to the very painful struggles, suffering, depression that I've been through. And that's the effect of these energies. And so while, yes, they have led me to the high highs, they've also led me to the lower lows. And uh, just learning now, I'm finally at a place where it feels like this anger is nearly all the way out and everything, like the ship is balancing, the storm is calming down. The sun is coming out and there's land in the horizon. Mm -hmm. I can go and refuel. And like I, my physical body is just transforming from the inside out. Uh, The last, just a couple of days ago, I checked in with my health coach and she was, like super happy with all of the growth. I think a little bit surprised probably given the amount of chocolate that I've still been eating, um, <laughs> which is this thing. Like I would go from like being super rigid with my diet to then like I would fall off and then I would eat so much like of the wrong thing, which is I know is, uh, you know, there is no right and wrong, but like something that is going to feed imbalances yeah. in my gut. And so while I was trying to force myself to eat a certain way to fix these gut imbalances, the energy that was driving it was entirely different. And this past week, even as you were guiding me in that healing, and again today as we were in class today, integrating the way of loyalty, it's like I'm on this ship and the ship is swaying side to side like I have vertigo as I'm sitting with this energy, because my energies are doing this, but I'm this. So whereas before I would follow the energies going kind of like here, there, everywhere, side to side, which meant I was in balance with them. Now I'm trying to find actual centeredness and balance. Yeah. I'm feeling very imbalanced, but I know that is the process of finding my stillness and my anchor within. And as I've been sitting with myself and going into this for the past week or so, oh, it's, I can feel new levels of peace that are within. I can feel everything balancing. I can tell the way I'm digesting food is completely different. I'm having, I've now got like way more energy and uh, just the, having the awareness of what you, so, so simple of what you were able to offer, but it was so accurate. It's just, it's amazing to to have someone so accurately look at you, Mm -hmm. read your energy, and then say, this is how you've been living your entire life, down to the way you treat women, down to the way you eat food, down to the way that you show up in work, down to your health, down to your mental health, like all of these things, every asset of your life. And I'm just beyond grateful for that wisdom, I'm bringing that awareness to me. And I know that you do this to so many other souls who are ready and willing to look at themselves and do this work.
0: How, may I ask a question? How did it feel to hear everything that, that I can see? Because I have people, sometimes they're afraid to do this because like you'd see it. <laughs> like I can't hide from you. And they are afraid to then, you know, actually take the step to move through this work or at least a healing or something. So, how did it feel to have me see all the things that I saw within you, if I may ask?
2: Great, great, great question. Um, if there was, there's multiple aspects to this. So, because I've been doing the work, I was very open to the experience,
1: yeah,
2: and there is a level of fear going in because i know that you're gonna see you're gonna see literally right through me right and so i had to be ready for that in in that capacity on the one side when we were going into like the way that i've shown up with women um, it's a harsh, harsh truth and there was definitely shame that gets brought up because i know that i have not acted in divine ways in the past, especially in relationships. I know that I have caused harm. Mm -hmm. And for anyone out there that has been victim to this harm, from the deepest part of my heart, I am sorry. Mm -hmm. And I no longer wanna cause any harm to other beings, uh, especially women, um, in the ways that I show up romantically or in a friendship level. And so, if I hadn't have healed a lot of the shame that was stemming from that situation, it probably would have been more difficult,
1: mm-hmm. but I have
2: been working a lot and going into that. Mm-hmm. So I was able to recognize the shame, to feel what it is, and then to quickly usher past it and not attach myself onto that. Uh, if I would have been, I could have easily got lost in what it is that you were bringing up,
1: yeah. which is
2: the uh, the opposite of the work that you teach. And that's to energetically detach from these programs. And because I was able to energetically detach, it allowed me to just be open and fully receive the light that you were shining onto my pain. And that outweighs any other negative, shameful thing that might be brought to the light because that awareness is true power. And that Mm -hmm. allows me to tap into myself. And that brings me more power because now I see why it is that I showed up the way that I did. And that allows me to grow and to become more loving to other humans and to myself. So great question. It does bring up shame. Beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) But it also shines on power.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you.
1: Yep thank you rachel yeah <laughs> thank you um because it definitely you said it was the most aha moment of your life yeah yeah
2: it's crazy yeah it, it really like there's been light bulbs that have come, come on especially in the past like i'd say like six seven months mm-hmm. there's been big light bulbs that have come on but having someone just say oh this is how you've shown up for your entire life and i'm like it is yeah and that isn't who i am no and and it doesn't need to be how I show, show up in the future. Now mm-hmm. that I have that awareness and I, in the last week, whenever I would feel that energy and it, you know, I ate too much, you know, non-dairy ice cream last night. So it's it's still coming through. I'm, you know, I'm not mm-hmm. all like that. But um, there's an energy that I feel that takes over and leads me down this path. And now that I'm aware of what it is, it's so much easier to go, Oh, here's that part of me that I've been holding on to. And I know where this is stemming from. And then when I drop in and I start to feel the energies doing this, it's like, you're fine. This yeah. is exactly what they need to do. Come, come into your heart and love this part of you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that Beautiful. awareness like, is game changing.
1: Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Rachel. Um, It's because everything you've taught us, (sighs) everything you taught us. Uh, To everyone at home, if you wanna work with us, set up a free consultation at mastersofselfuniversity.com to just learn all about the things that we offer because there's a lot. Uh, And uh, please get your hands on Mason's Way, the 20 Universal Ways of Oneness, taught by the spirit of an enlightened dog. It is on Amazon, it is by Rachel Fiore, so get on that. Like, share, subscribe, comment, do whatever you gotta do. And Rachel, thank you so much for being here with us. Always an honor. And um, until next time, we'll see you guys later.
0: Bye. Bye, everybody.